Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Be Careful Out There. So today we've got two creepy encounter stories for you. And uh, mine actually kind of goes along with the weather we've been experiencing because it's been 110 degrees here in Portland. Yeah, it has not been fun. (laughs) I will say we are lucky because other parts of the countries have had heat waves like most of the summer and like it just got to us and it was only like three days. It was like 110 and then like 105. And then today the highest I saw was like 93 or 94. But tomorrow it's supposed to be like 79, so it's supposed to be really nice tomorrow. Oh, I'm so happy about that. Yeah, we have like one or two really bad heat waves every summer, and they never last for more than like five days max. And I'm complaining the entire time. (laughs) It's much better than when we lived in Arkansas, and it was just a heat wave from, you know, like March to December. Yeah, that was pretty brutal. (laughs) It was all one heat wave. Like, I remember, I vividly remember one Christmas we were driving to go see some family members on Christmas Day, and we had all the windows down because it was that hot outside. Guys, and it was so disappointing because we had to work through this heat wave, and we drive for a living. And I was just thinking about a couple of years ago um, when we had more free time, we were able to take a day off. Um, we were able to drive to the coast, which is about an hour away from us. And as we were driving, the temperature dropped by 50 degrees. And it was really sad that we couldn't do that the other day. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you said we had to work through this heat wave. You got two days off because you were sick. I had to work in the heat wave every single day. Okay. Well, it was hot today. All right. Well, (laughs) my story is actually called to the creepy man wearing a coat in the summer heat. And it happens in mid-August and it's mid-August right now. So let's get into it. Perfect. So this happened over a decade ago, but thinking about it still sends shivers down my spine. It was a hot summer day and me, an 11 year old, 
my sister, a nine-year-old, and a friend of ours, also an 11-year-old, decided to enjoy it with other kids at the park. Now, the park was some distance away from our houses, essentially in another neighborhood. A bus drive would have taken us maybe 15 minutes, but we decided to walk to and from the park as it was summer and we enjoyed playing along the way and doing, you know, usual kid stuff. Now, the city we live in is pretty safe and it was common for kids to undertake such journeys without the supervision of parents or other adults. After a 30 minute walk, we arrived at the park and had a blast. We stayed for a couple of hours and bought ice cream in a nearby shop before heading home. We enjoyed our ice cream and sang silly songs, strolling in the general direction of our neighborhood, when I got a feeling that someone was behind us. I turned my head around, just for a second, as I couldn't shake the strange feeling. I saw a man, walking some good distance behind us, and I remember noticing that he was wearing a black coat. Now that hit me as strange, being it was the middle of August and really warm outside. So I looked again. The man was wearing a coat, black shoes, a hat, and sunglasses, which made it impossible to see his face. Now what really freaked me out was the fact that his ankles and calves were bare, no socks, and most importantly, no pants. He was also a little bit closer than he was just a second ago. Not wanting to freak out my baby sister, I whispered to my friend that I thought the guy may be following us. She took a look and made a panicked expression upon seeing the guy herself. Now we were walking on a main road, but there were no houses, just a wooded area and bushes on both sides. I knew she was asking herself the same question. Where the hell did he come from? Even as a child, I was pretty calm and didn't tend to make a fuss about stuff, so I wanted to put this weird guy following us theory to the test. I touched my sister on the shoulder, screamed, tag, you're it, and started running. My friend following. As we ran, I turned around and sure as hell, this creepy man started running as well. My stomach literally dropped and I screamed to both my sister and my friend that the guy was following us and we should run. Chaos ensued. My sister, upon seeing the guy and being a smart kid, put two and two together and promptly started crying. Thankfully, the man was some distance away and we were three pretty fast kids aware of a few shortcuts. It didn't stop us from crying while running though. We ran like hell. I remember it all being a blur until we essentially crashed into an old man. He was well known in our neighborhood, a good natured homeless guy who survived by selling trinkets, well, junk, but he was well liked in the community for his good naturedness so people would buy it to help him out. We basically screamed at him from the top of our lungs, panicked and pointing at the man who, mind you, was still running behind us, now abruptly stopping. The old man rushed us home, saying he would take care of it. To this day, I couldn't thank him enough. We made it safely to my friend's house where her grandmother did her best to calm us down. Sometime after that, the old man told my grandmother that he was sure the guy was following us and had ill intentions, saying that he stopped him and tried to sell him some broken watches so that way we could run. He also said that he believed the guy was naked under his coat and was planning on flashing us, if not something far, far worse. The guy told him he didn't want his fucking watches and was really frustrated and heading back in the direction he and we came from. The story spread quickly in the area and parents and kids were mindful that there may still be a sicko out and about, but as far as I know, there were no further incidents. 
Creepy man wearing a coat in the summer heat. Let's not meet again. Okay, that's terrifying. Um, thank you, old man. Yeah. Um, thank when- you for your service. <laughs> So reading the story actually reminded me of an older homeless guy that I see at Starbucks almost every morning because yesterday while I was out doing Instacart, he actually saw me in Fred Meyer and like came up to me and he speaks like with a really heavy lisp and things like that. He was like, I know you. I see you at Starbucks almost every morning. I was like, yeah. He was like, do you remember me? And I was like, yeah, I remember you. But he's like a super nice guy. And like sometimes he'll chat with me mm. while I'm like waiting on my coffee. That's and, so nice. Yeah. And the employee at Starbucks like him because he's a super nice guy and they usually give him like a free coffee and stuff so that's pretty cool yeah I'm glad that they're not like jerks about it (laughs) yeah like just because somebody's homeless doesn't mean they're a bad person it doesn't mean they're a drug addict like they're people too you know you can have a conversation with them they're nice people I actually did when I worked at Domino's did deliver to a homeless guy one time I don't know if somebody ordered the pizza for him or if he somehow ordered him himself like if he just had some money or whatever uh but i was really concerned about the delivery notes because it said i'm laying under a tree in front of petco which is like right by the starbucks that i go to every morning so i drove over there and sure enough there was a guy laying in the shade under the tree and i was like um did you have the pizza he was like yeah man that's me and i gave it to him he's like thank you so much man i really appreciate it but yeah i mean A lot of the ones that come up and talk to me are really nice, except for that one guy that I told you about at 808 Grinds. I was like sitting outside and he walked up and he was like speaking gibberish and he had just been in the store and was like messing with the employees. And then he came out to me and was like speaking gibberish. And I was just like, "Uh uh-huh. Okay. uh Uh-huh. And then he like grabbed my shoulder and I was like, okay, don't touch me. And then he started squeezing and I was like, get your hands off. Like I was about to deck this dude. And then he, uh, an employee came out of the store and he took off running. Yes, I remember that yeah, very that, well. <laughs> that was like the most intense encounter I've ever had with the homeless person. Like most of the time, yeah. like if you're just like, yeah, yeah, you know, and chat with them or a little bit, or if they're just speaking gibberish, just like nod your head. And then usually they just kind of walk off. But like that guy put his hands on me and that was a little I too don't far. I don't remember anyone ever grabbing me like that in public. Um, but I did have a boss at McDonald's. <laughs> you had the same boss, <laughs> the general manager um, on our last day there. Um, she was very, very angry, just like Kind of, I would call it angry mopping. Like, she's just walking around with a mop, like, just not saying excuse me. She came and she just, like, bumped into me. And then she was sort of, like, huffing and puffing. And I almost walked out right then and there. I thought you were going to talk about the night manager who thought it was funny to go around and, like, karate chop employees in the throat. And then would also, like, grab certain employees on the butt. Yeah, that was super fucked up, too. I hated her, too. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that's who you were going to bring up there. There were I liked almost everybody there, but those two people ruined it. Yeah, for real. And they were pretty bad. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So I'm not going to say the title of my story because I feel like it just gives away what happens. (laughs) So we're just going to get straight into it. Sounds good. This all happened a handful of years ago when I, a 22-year-old male, was 16 years old. Unlike my siblings, who my parents spoil with rides to high school every morning, I, being the oldest child, had to take the bus every morning. The bus stop wasn't too far from our house, so I didn't mind, but that 10-minute walk often became a 5-minute sprint when I couldn't force myself to roll out of bed in time those early mornings. The bus stop pulled from our whole neighborhood, really, and there were always new faces coming out to catch the bus for the first time, but a good amount of regulars, too. We'd all ride the bus together in that half-asleep state teenagers are in on the way to bloody 8 a.m. math class. But the rides home were always full of happy chatter, with everyone just glad that day at school was done and we could go home to watch baseball or play video games or whatever we wanted. I had a close group of friends in high school, many of whom I am still quite close with today. And we obviously had a group chat called The Boys, which we'd use to talk anything from basketball to school drama. It was Christmas break 2017 when it happened. On Christmas Day, I'm at my grandparents' place, opening presents and eating a feast with the whole fam. When my buddy R texts the group, did you guys hear? Talk about something I didn't want to do on Christmas. That day is for my fam, not for talking about some school drama with the lads. Then he sends an article from our local newspaper. Teen suspected of murder, police commencing manhunt sprawls across the top of the page. I'm thinking, who the hell could this be, and why the hell is R sending us this on Christmas Day? That's when I see his face. I almost don't recognize the kid, because the look he's giving in the photo is him without glasses, which I was used to seeing him with. Then it hit me. I ride the bus with this kid damn near every day. He sat next to me before. Heck, he's in my English class, and we're currently learning Shakespeare together. The police found him hiding in a Walmart parking lot just outside of town. Apparently, he'd stabbed his own mother over 40 times in the back and let her body rot upstairs for a week before he told a friend who immediately called the police. The whole school was pretty shaken up by the whole thing, and I remember the teachers all having a nervous look for the next few weeks back from the break. So the kid who rode the bus with me learned English with me and killed his own mom. Let's not meet again. (laughs) Wow, that's crazy. What like, an intense story. Yeah. Like, it's just a small one, but it makes you wonder, like, how many people have this story to tell? Well, I was curious one time, and I looked it up, and I just Googled, what are the odds that you'll know a murderer? Not a serial killer, because that's, like, a different thing, but what are the odds that you will come across a murderer at some point in your life? And I think the statistic was that over the course of your entire life, at some point, you will have contact with 
seven people that will murder someone. So is that like an actual like face to face like interaction? I, like I, it could just be like the person at the grocery store that checks you out. At I the can counter. believe that. But also like how would they know that? Like how did they do that stuff? A, was it, I don't even know if it was a study or if it was just an article because I probably just read the headline. So that's probably not even true, honestly. But if it is true, like, how would you even figure that? How would you do that math? No, I literally do the same thing. Anytime I hear any statistic, I'm just like, how do we know this? <laughs> Unless it's just like something you can ask over a survey. Yeah. Not something like this. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess, well... Because you wouldn't know if you've encountered a murderer. Yeah, you wouldn't know. It could also be a future murderer. Yeah. And I, I think that was <laughs> I think that was part of what they were hinting at is like just because you interact with them at that point in your life doesn't mean that they've already murdered somebody, but they might go on to. But like I said, I don't even remember reading the whole article. I may have just like read a headline or like a snippet from a paragraph. <laughs> I don't know of anyone that I've ever met that's a murderer. Um, but I do know I did know one person that did get murdered, but that's all I can think. Or, oh, no, two. Two. Because we had one person that we worked with that ended up getting murdered. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty heartbreaking. Yeah, it was, like, right after we moved out of Arkansas, and then, like, I saw it on Facebook, and, like, that, yeah. was, that was really sad. Like, we weren't super close with him, but, it like... It was so upsetting. Yeah, he was the kind of guy who like he clearly had like a hard life and he was just trying to do whatever he could to get by, whether that be like selling drugs or whatever. Like he just had a hard life and he was just like trying to get by and like it, it was just heartbreaking to hear that that happened to him. I know that, that still breaks my heart. Um, one thing I do remember, this isn't somebody that we knew, but when we worked at uh, with your mom at her job. Um, a few weeks before we started, um, apparently one of the former employees actually had been murdered because your mom was telling me about that. I don't really know a lot of the details. Oh, wow. I, did, I didn't yeah, even remember hearing about that. was pretty upsetting to hear, too, even though I never worked with him. <laughs> yeah. So this is a, a real left turn here. But what the fuck is wrong with schools? Like, why do schools start <laughs> at 8 a.m.? Like, and okay, here's another thing that pissed me off as a kid okay so my bus was the first bus to pick people up in the morning so we would be the first group of kids dropped off so school starts at 8 a.m we would have to be at the bus stop at 6 30 so we'd have to get up between like 5 30 and 6 o'clock every morning and rush to get ready to be at the bus stop at 6 30 we would get dropped off at school at 7 even though school doesn't start till 8 but because we were the first kids to get dropped off, we were the last load of kids to get picked up. Our bus actually had two loads, so they would pick us up, drop us off, and then go pick up another load of kids. And then at the end of the day, the load of kids that got picked up second in the morning would get taken home first, and then they would come back and get us. And so, like, my bus was always the last bus to leave. And I'm like... If we have to be here first, why don't we get to leave yeah, first? Yeah, what kind of a system is that? Like, I complained about that so many times, but they didn't give I'm a sure fuck because I was like, that was, what, junior high? So I was in, like, eighth grade. So nobody fucking listened Kids to me. Kids are not allowed to have opinions. I know. Oh Kids my had God. no rights back then. I hope they have at least a few more now. That's yeah. all I can say. Yeah. like That's all I can say on that. The data shows that if you just push school back to starting at, like, 10 a.m., like, test scores go way higher. 
Like nobody's brain is functioning at like 8 a.m. Or at least not kids. Because like kids actually need more sleep than adults. Like an adult needs like seven to eight hours of sleep. But like kids and teenagers need anywhere from like nine to like 12 hours of sleep a night, depending on like what stage they are. Oh, maybe that's why I am the way that I am. Because (laughs) when I was a teenager, I would sleep about four to five hours a night. And I would be in bed for eight or nine hours. I just couldn't get to sleep. Yeah, you would be like texting me until like 1 a.m. And then like you'd be like, okay, I'm going to watch a movie. And then like the next day I'd be like, oh, what movie did you watch? And you'd be like, oh, I watched this. And I'd be like, did you watch the whole thing? And you're like, yeah, I didn't go to bed till like 3.30 a.m. And I was like, it's like 7.30 right now. How are you awake? (laughs) I remember that very vividly. (laughs) <laughs> that was also like when you were a super big Seahawks fan and uh, they were like on their way to the Super Bowl for the second time. Like I remember that because I remember us texting wow. about that the a reminder lot. that I used to be super into sports. Yeah. I'm so disconnected from that part of my past that sometimes I forget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that was like a big deal because the Seahawks beat the Packers to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Those were the days. (laughs) All right. Well, I think we're getting a little off topic here. So I think we're going to end the episode here. But if you guys have your own stories that you want to send in, you can send those into be careful out there podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And thank you for listening. Uh, Be sure to give us a follow if you want to hear new episodes every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And as always, be be careful careful out out there. there. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.